be joined with the wonders of technology by former Peterborough United defender slash midfielder slash winger Tommy Rowe. Um, I want to talk to you about your, your time at, at Peterborough because um, rather like some of the other players have obviously got promotions on the CVs, you actually joined at the start of the championship season that we got relegated in. Um, what can you remember about signing from Stockport? What was the uh, negotiations like? Um, probably when the game for Stockport, um, if, I, if I can remember correctly, it was uh, after the game managed to score the winner and um, I remember sitting next to Jim Gannon and he just said, you know, the club seemed interested. It was in my head at that point that I need to have a good season kind of thing, um, which was because it helped both sides, you know, go in different directions and um, it was a real shame the way it ended with Stockport with the administration. Um, that's the worst way to leave because uh, it was like a self-destruct button for the club. It was players, teammates, friends. There was no real goodbye at the end of it. Um, so that was a shame. But obviously arriving in the summer, the club had a lot of momentum going into the championship. They back-to-back promotions and they were the buzz of the football league at the time. And I remember it was the, the main attraction, obviously, the manager was the pull as well. Um, and I just knew the club was just going in that direction that seemed one way everyone wanted to be a part of. I was lucky to, to be, obviously, a part of that early on. Um, and then, obviously, um, you get into the nitty-gritty part of the season. And um, what happened was relegation the first season. Um, mm. But, like, come on. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I mean, from, from recollection of that season, I think you scored in the second game at Wickham in a, in a cup game. Um, I think we'd lost it the yeah, opening day. Um, that must have been a nice feeling to sort of get off the mark early doors because any new player wants to make the mark. Yeah, it was definitely a struggle early on in terms of my development. Um, I knew that I'd be jumping quite a lot in terms of um, not only sort of the, the competition level, but the stamina side of it, uh, the intensity of the game. Uh, that just came from how uh, intense the training session was under Darren as well in the first sort of week or two. So I knew that uh, I had a lot to learn. Um, I remember the Derby game being very tough. Uh, they were a good side at the time. And um, it was all about learning, the, you know, the first six months. Uh, also, me and my, my wife, we had our first child. So we're moving to a different part of the country, which was always a challenge for a 19 and 20 year old on top of, you know, learning uh, about a new part of the country. So they were the challenges. But yeah, the Wickham game was when I managed to score my first goal. and. Um, you know, it, was, it wasn't until later on in the year, um, after we went through all the turbulence of the season so far, unfortunately the manager ended up leaving his job and we had, you know, three or four managers in quick succession. And I think that was the best thing for me going into the championship. And although it wasn't great in terms of we got relegated, I learned so much about myself and the club and, um, you know, sort of gaining that sort of reputation. Yeah, it was difficult, obviously, because you say went through so many different managers. I guess because you were so young, you were just trying to take any nuggets from, from all of them, really, in terms of your development. Yeah, and I think that was exactly what I was as a person. Um, I can't speak for everyone, but I think, you know, the managers that came in um, were obviously Gary Johnson and, and Jim Gannon and, uh, and Mark and players and uh, managers like that who I knew that I had to learn something from all of them. Um, I was a utility player slash sort of midfield, if you like, when I, when I came in anyway. But I knew that would be so important now um, that I've shown that as a quality of mine. And um, 
every single manager who came in, uh, they sort of taught me something new, including the assistant managers that came in along that time too. Yeah. You mentioned Jim Gannon. I always remember Jim Gannon because everyone described him as sort of ahead of his time a little bit. You knew him probably better than anybody in that squad. Um, he, he tried to do quite a, a few things in terms of formation, in terms of what he wanted you to do. Were there players, do you think, in the squad that just struggled to adapt to what was being asked of them? Possibly, yeah. I think what, what we, um, we tried to do is, is get back to sort of win ways with, I think it was eight and nine games left. I can't remember how many games he actually had. Um, but I remember us winning something like 50% of them. Um, so I think the success rate was there in terms of being at the bottom of the championship or winning games. And um, any new manager brings his own philosophy to a side that's either struggling or need to adapt to is, you know, the, the team's going to find it hard and we only had nine games anyway. So um, I still remember it being a positive in terms of finishing off the season well. Um, the fans pay the money to come to them get the season in the championship. They want the best um, value for money and uh, we had to finish it off strong because we owed it from poor display throughout it really. Um, but for me, the manager that sort of gave me my league appearance and, and give me, helped me along the way in my career early on came to the club. So, I knew that it was going to be beneficial for me uh, again, uh, as long as I listened and, and you know it was encouraging because another new assistant manager, I think Nicky was stayed on with him, um, which you know I got on great with Nicky at the time as well. So another strength of bow really. Did you find in those early months of the season and throughout that campaign that um, you were establishing yourself as a midfielder? Because often when you speak to players about you know, yeah, great to have versatility. Secretly, they want to play in a certain position. Did you, did you have that in your mind that you wanted to try and hold down a particular spot or were you just someone, like, as long as you're in that 11, you didn't really care where you played? No, I think I came in as a midfielder, to be honest. Um, there were so many variations to the manager's formations. Um, I knew that I could fit in somewhere. Um, we obviously had the likes of Boyding on the left, which is not ideal when you come to a club. And it can be quite intimidating, but... For me, I saw it as a challenge because he was that good. Um, I think if you can rise to that level, you'll be somewhere close behind and that's, you know, that's going to be good enough. And he was, along with a, a lot of the players at the time when I was, I was coming in, him, uh, Joe Lewis and uh, Dean Keats, the lads like that were great. Uh, I remember the, the team, sort of team bonding at the time was, was incredible. Although we were going through a struggle, um, there was definitely... Um, a great culture in place that the manager had over the last two to three years anyway. Um, and I was just sort of uh, absorbing it all and, you know, learning from everybody at the time. And they were big characters. So, you know, a lesser person would have got lost in it. And at times it was difficult, but again, it's, I was, you know, 19, 20, I had to adapt now. And this was going to be a great year to adapt because there were so many challenges facing us. I think when um, that season ended, obviously, everyone expected uh, a manager to be put in place. Uh, Gary Johnson obviously came in and he'd had good track record at the club you're at now, obviously, Bristol City. And I think people were describing it as, as a coup to, to sort of get him. Did, did you feel during that summer going in, I think George obviously signed a new deal um, the, during that summer as well, that the next year was going to be, well, we're going to bounce back straight away? Um, yeah, we did. I think we always had that belief. Um, I think the club has that it was at the time, for me, was every single player went into the season with full belief that, you know, we were going to try and do something in the championship or we were going to get promoted from League One. Um, and it was, you know, players coming out of Craig Alcock saying the same thing. Um, 
when he went to League One, he, he's used to surviving in League One, where actually he's at a club now where you demand promotion because, you know, that's the quality of players the club um, has at his disposal. So, yeah, I think we went into the season, obviously, um, full of confidence. You've seen, you know, Boydie signed that long contract and, and, and players around coming in. And I think McCann was around that time and we obviously said within that sort of 12 to 18 months we had the likes of Lee Tomlin coming through and Mark Little came in shortly after myself and um, yeah the team was developing nicely and it was just about adding to the pieces but again you know um, you have to go through something a struggle in the season at some point and we had our dip and we jumped back on it later on in the years as you'll know the success story so yeah, obviously Gary left off the back of um, a number of sort of very inconsistent results and, and heavy defeats in and around a lot of goals scored. Um, there was a lot of rumours about Darren coming back at that time as a player that, you know, as someone that had been brought to the club by Darren, I'd imagine you were quite excited about that. Sorry, was that about Darren? Yeah, about Darren coming back. Yeah, quite excited about him going back in through the door. Yeah, obviously. I mean, it was quite weird for me because I had current managers and past managers that were coming and going. Um, but I always knew that my attitude had to be, to right, had to be right for all of them. Um, if I was going to get anywhere from this spell, I had to, you know, apply myself um, 100%. And uh, so hearing the rumours of, of when he was coming back and eventually came back, um, we all knew that, you know, how good a manager Darren has been. And, Nobody wanted to see him leave anyway. You know, I was very disappointed to see him leave in the first place because I signed initially for him. So it was like, um, okay, now it's, I've really got an up or down and, and, um, and turn it on to, sort of, to get to that level to, you know, to prove himself. Yeah, that formation obviously went to a diamond with, I think Boydie played obviously at the tip and then you had um, Mikhail Smith at the top often with Tomlin and then it was McCandy. Yeah, and, and you, you and sort of Freck in midfield as well. I mean, you had to do a lot of the legwork, no disrespect to Grant, um, but he, he was more of a, I don't want to call him Perlo, but he was the sort of deep-line playmaker. You had a lot of work to do in that midfield. I guess your fitness level needed to be pretty, pretty good to cope with that. Yeah, but it, it seemed that way. At the time, it didn't seem as, as much. Um, now, looking back, yeah, it's, the diamond um, can offer a lot of strengths. Um, and one of them is if you've got players that can, can play them positions um, properly and they can give you, you know, their outlets that you need. Uh, you have the creativity side, but you have that workmanship side of it as well. You can get a lot of success and, you know, we had some incredible goal-scoring seasons from it where we were so sort of dynamic and, you know, we created so many chances, not only from the centre of the pitch and up front, but from wide areas, from full-back areas. And um, it was a, a great time to be at the club because the sort of starting line-up at times, you're sort of pinching yourself that you're in it. Um, but just to go back on to sort of Grant McCann came in at a great time and he brought that leadership side. We obviously lost Keatsy um, shortly before and um, it was like one of them role positions where, you know, you're going to trust somebody who is a captain, is a leader and uh, has been at this level before. And, you know, technically he was frightened. So me and Freck didn't mind doing most of the, the legwork and it worked out quite well for that season. And, um, particularly the season after where we were in the championship and competing at the level that we, we trust ourselves at. Yeah, it's quite interesting because everyone looks at the, that successful team that culminated in the win over Huddersfield and talks about Mikel Smith or talks about Tomlin or talks about McCann or talks about you, whatever it may be. But 
I suppose in a diamond formation, the two pullbacks um, have to play such a key key role. Obviously, Litz turned into um, a, a marauding right back. He didn't really know what he was doing, mind, but he, he got into the positions whereby he was going to cause a problem. Obviously, that second, that first leg game against MK Bonds, where he won that penalty late on. Uh, with yeah. I mean, it's a, a terrible challenge on I mean, it. It was definitely a red card. Um, I, I guess that was the lit when it. You didn't really know what he was going to do, but he got you up the pitch quite quickly. Yeah, I mean, I remember the lits coming in, and I always used to play. I think I can't remember where he was on, on loan, but I played against him and remember him being fast. And then when he came in, I remember him being quicker. Um, and, you know, we always had that sort of um, extra yard of pace, but at the time, I think he had a great combination with Mendes Lang down that right side as well. You know, them two together worked incredibly well um, because, you know, just keep uh, defenders nightmares. Um, but Litz could always recover well with his pace as well. So defensively, he was solid and going forward, he was even better. So it was a great outlet and, um, you know, it helped us along that way. Start for it from League One and then even, even better in the Championship, I would say. I've talked to a number of the players that obviously played in those two finals and they've all talked about how they, it was meant to be regardless of the, the first leg, the second leg, you truly believed you were going to get through to the, to the final at Old Trafford. As someone from that neck of the woods, was it extra special that it was Old Trafford? Were you, were you one of the minority that were quite happy it wasn't at Wembley? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I was over the moon. I went to Wembley with Stockport, which was an unbelievable experience. My first time at a finals, we won. It was fantastic, though. My whole family was there. Um, but what's more special to me as a, as a Manchester United fan is having all my family you know, at Old Trafford um, and winning, more importantly, winning there. Uh, that, was, that was a great occasion. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably say that trumps the, um, the Wembley win. Uh, I know it's everyone's dream to play at Wembley, and, and it certainly was mine, but uh, you can imagine being from Manchester to, to play at Old Trafford and just to see... Um, our fans, you know, there was a lot of talk about Huddersfield fans on the day, how many turned up and I just, re- I can't remember one. I just remember looking to my right and um, Pete fans were amazing on that day. Um, and not just from the goals, but all the way through because, you know, for 60 odd minutes we had to, uh, we had to contain that noise and um, contain that, obviously, the, they, they, they thought they'd, they'd had this final, you know, in the bag. So, it was great to finally get the three goals in the in the last twenty minutes or so and um, go on to celebrate. The, the the goal that you scored, the first goal, obviously, uh, I suppose when you know about Grand McCann's delivery as someone who's pretty good in the air anyway, was it just a case of right? I know pretty much where he's going to stick. Just get somewhere and get something on it. Uh, yeah, obviously. I mean, the credit I scored the goal, but the credit has to go to not only Grant for his his technique, but the trust that the players had in the management, um, the, the assistants, everybody all the way through who, who, who penciled down what we're going to do for a set piece when it matters. And, you know, we have to show bravery at the moments, not to do what we want to do, just to do what they want us to do. And, you know, my movement was to get across the front man. And if, you know, if it'd gone somewhere else, that may not have gone in and could have been a different story. So, yeah, there's a lot of trust that goes into this. And, and, and that's why we were such a good team because... It wasn't just the starting eleven. You know, you've seen the lads coming off the bench, pulling in great performances towards the end when we were all tiring. And all throughout the season, staff, uh, coaching staff, were brilliant, uh, and we had a great um, union where we we all listened. And training was very intense, but for, for moments like that, it was important that we paid attention because you've got Grant McCann on a free kick. You have to um, just do the job, really. 
Yeah, I always remember the um, obviously this, your celebration and the camera cutting to you sort of as if you were at, completely out of breath and were desperately trying to sit down. What, was it just the adrenaline just overcome you? Were you knackered? Were you injured? Were you just relieved? What was the emotion? Yeah, I, I looked at it not long ago actually, um, and it was a bit of both. The, the sort of the adrenaline was a lot. Um, I remember that coming out at the second half, it was heavy legs and it could have been from the atmosphere, but uh, I did take a knock and um, I was struggling before the, the free kick, but I've, I remember feeling it as a, I went over to the sideline and um, yeah, I was, I was exhausted as well. So it was a combination of both, but um, I think there was an element of injury in there somewhere. I think I came off 10 minutes later. So yeah, I think it was nice that. I spoke to uh, Chris Wokedale a couple of days ago about Cannes free kick and how much of an important role he had to get out of the way. And he, he made it sound like it was choreographed, it was a key moment and everything. But essentially it was just get out of the way, let the can do his stuff. But as you say, that meticulous planning probably was what was going through his head for the third. No, but again, you know, I can I can, you know, relate to what he's saying because we did it in training where Grant would say it, I can't remember who it was at the time, but he always wanted somebody there just to, so the keeper couldn't see the ball. Um, he can put it either side then. Um, you know, he's, he's far enough out to put a crossing, but the keeper probably thinks in between and he's just put it in top corner. So every little bit like that, the tiny the detail that season was was um, was perfect from, from the staff all the way down to the players. And, and that's what got us the promotion. And obviously the individuals were there as well on the day. Obviously Craig and Carol Smith had a great season, goal scoring. Uh, Lee Tomlin came to his own in that, that season with Ryan Bennett and, and players that you can sort of single out for their individual performances. But I remember being part of a collective that I remember being um, in, the, in the tunnel, in, in the changing rooms before the game going out. And we all had sort of like a, a clip, our motivational clip that was there. And we could feel it that we were going out there to win and to do it for each other. And, and that was the, from as soon as we went out to, on the first whistle, I think it was you know, in our heads that we were going to win. And that's what created it, really. I always remember, because we obviously went up for the weekend um, in terms of the preparation for that game. I think you went to Old Trafford on the Friday, if memory serves me correct. Because I think Man United played Barcelona, didn't they, on the Saturday night? Yeah, um, yeah. That geese from Coronation Street was in the hotel, from recollection. And uh, Litz was wandering around in a yeah. Man United show. Tomo, lost, Tomo won a bet, didn't he, off the gaffer. Um, but I, I think, um, I suppose for you as a Man United fan, just going in the dressing room, I think the shirts were up, if recollection serves me right. In, in, in yeah, the day before we went round. Um, yeah. But yeah, we were in the hotel and um, the manager, obviously, Sir Alex Ferguson was with United in the Champions League final, which we lost. And it wasn't as much as it, it was, we were disappointed for, for the gaffer. You know, we could see his disappointment. And it was, he nearly got battered by the gaffer nearly battered Tomo because Tomo obviously had a pet with him Master would win and it was um, borderline being awkward at times but it was all in good taste I suppose uh, I'm pretty sure the gaffer but, um, from there, yeah he walked out he's like you know it's okay but we just remembered it being okay you know it's, it's nothing really it's, it's not something that we need to worry about a night before our game so you know we just kept our heads down and um, continued as always and um kept the preparation as normal as we could really because obviously it is intense so we were having a laugh with you know like on coronation street and stuff which was a little way to to sort of take this thing out of the evening 
I remember the obviously the, the next season. I think at one point, if we'd have beaten Leeds, we'd have probably gone second in the championship at the time. I think Tom got sent off in that game. They scored quite late on. Um, I, I guess at that point, you were probably riding the crystal wave and generally thought that this could be anything this season. I, I guess its moment was high on the agenda at that point. Is that the the championship season? Yeah, yeah, the championship season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we obviously had the the flash games against like the Reddings and um, away. Sorry, at home, Reading, when we, 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 we had a great performance in that. And um, uh, Ipswich at home, some huge wins that just give you that extra bit of confidence that you you know, you know were ready for the league that year. A lot of the players have been there for two years and, and, and more. And we had a point to prove. Um, we had a point to prove to ourselves that we were good enough. I think that was the driving force. But we also, over the fans one, um, the chairman had backed the club you know, generously. And the manager had stuck around again and given us also. There was a lot of um, togetherness going into that championship season. And I think that was what was, I remember Millwall away, it was a great performance as well. Um, there were many performances at, uh, in that season, um, see, apart from the end of the, the Crystal Palace one, um, that we really made ourselves you know, known in the, in the championship. And that was a great feeling. Yeah, it's weird because obviously uh, Mikel Smith left at the end of the season and there was a number of players that probably came in that I'd imagine you probably haven't heard of, Paul Taylor, Dwight Gale. Um, I mean, were those people coming into the building? Were you thinking, are these going to score the goals? Because they had unbelievable parts of that. Yeah, huge. Um, lone players as well coming in at the time. George Stone came in, players like that, and that, you know, were young but were ready. And um, I think you always know what players... Uh, going to do for you um, most of the time when you see what they're like in training because our training sessions were quite intense so you, you, you got a good gist of, of how the play would fare but you never knew players like Paul Taylor how, how he would turn on in a game and um, even Dwight Gale to a degree um, but you know these players they, I think they all came to the club um, to do the same thing and that was to to go on to better things and um, you know look at Gale is going to have a great career and the club has always produced top strikers. So people coming in, you've got to trust the recruitment uh, and the players have got to trust the recruitment. And we know if someone's come through the door, they're going to be good enough. So it was as simple as that for us. We had some great results um, down the years in your time. Obviously, uh, this week we've actually shown the uh, the Wolves game on Boxing Day where we won 3-0. I think you scored the first goal in that game. Um, yeah. A lot of fans have talked about that as complete an away display as you've seen. Um, you must have really enjoyed going to Molina and, and turning it on in that respect. I think that was, a, um, you know, clubs didn't like to come to Peterborough, we knew that. You know, it was intimidating when we come into, our, you know, down the changings and we'd have our music on and stuff like that. Um, and we'd be at them, we'd press quite high and pitch was smaller, so we knew we'd have an advantage there, but we really wanted to set our stall off in, in the way games and uh, some of the football we played in the way was, was great, you know. Um, we switched the ball well, we moved our formations around a bit sometimes to, to, to get the rotation because it was so demanding the amount of games you played. Um, but it was, it was a great uh, learning curve again because we were now beating teams that a year ago we would struggle against. And, um, and I could imagine as a fan, it was great to be part of. And it was great as a player. And uh, I just remember enjoying nearly pretty much every game that season was, was unbelievable. Uh, and as from a family point of view, you know, your family are there watching you, you do it as well. So it was extra special, I suppose. 
Yeah, obviously some great players you played with during your career. We've mentioned quite a lot of them there. Who, who stands out for you as, as someone that, um, I suppose, A, on the pitch and B, potentially off the pitch, who, who helped you in, in your development? Um, I mean, I can only go back from my first season and, you know, to, I probably missed a few, like Russ Martin, who, as a, as a captain at the time, um, he wasn't playing as much um, when I came in as he was prior. So, but I remember his professionalism. He um, was very, very um, fit for what he did. He, he'd always win the, the race in pre-season. He'd set the standards and there's players like him. But the, the likes of sort of Joe Lewis, um, George Boyd and Dean Keyes, that, you know, for me at the time, um, I was coming in and it was kind of to impress these players. Uh, I just wanted to be similar to them. So that was the challenge for me to, to show them not as a, as a character, to show them that football was good enough. And, um, you know, it was, it was a challenge that it was tough, but, you know, by the end of it, um, I hope we got there or, or close, close to it. I look back on, on that time, I look back at all the players that I've obviously seen in 19 years of working for the football club. We've had a lot of characters, Jimmy Bullard's all the characters stands up for me, but during that time, Joe Lewis, um, I mean, a weird individual, but, um, he was someone that I guess a dressing room really needs. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's someone who I keep in contact now with. Uh, so, speaking to players who have been on loan to Aberdeen this season, I know he's still like that. We're like, was that final there? And he comes back and says exactly the same as everything you say. So, yeah, he's probably not changed. He's probably, you know, he's, he's got a kid now. So, he's, he's probably even more, less immature. So, um, but no, it's, it's the way they do things. It's the, you can have a laugh um, with players all the time. But when it's down to training or a match, you've got to take things serious. And these players are that, at the best of their ability. So, I think that's what stood out for me was the character when they went into training and the seriousness of it. Because at the end of the day, the manager and um, the coaching staff, they demanded it. So you couldn't get away with it. Um, you had a really good um, affection for the supporters. There seemed to be a real connection there. Um, and it sort of developed over time to a point that when, when you were on the verge of leaving, they were singing, please don't go. Um, I mean, that must have been nice to know that the supporters respected what you brought to the party. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was uh, that sort of last season when I was captain as well. We we had a, a good run. We came close to doing the double. You know, we, we really wanted to do the double and we were two or three games away from doing it. Unfortunately, we lost in the, the playoffs. But um, being captain at Wembley again for the Cup um, was an amazing, amazing um, experience because you know, I think my son was old enough to, to be mascot on the day. Uh, we won, which was obviously, again, I keep saying that, but it's so important to win these these events because they're easily forgotten if not. And at the time, Chesterfield were a very good side. I remember looking at the players and thinking, they're too good for League Two, these players. You know, often, them players went and played in the Championship now and you know had some great careers. So that was a highlight, you know, going into that season and, and winning that cup. Because I always remember the club were, were keen to, to gain a cup for, for the reputation and as players, we wanted to produce that, so to be captain for that was amazing. Um, but that was the first season, um, probably where we did lose quite a lot of players over the, the five years in my career, four or five years I was there. And I remember becoming quite important in terms of having to be that leader now. Um, the ones that I was, was learning from, they'd all gone and, and gone on to better things or seen their careers out in terms of leaving and retiring from football. So I knew I, I had to be that, that leader. And um, 
there was others around. Obviously, Brian Bennett was there for a year as well, and then he also left. But um, yeah, it was definitely uh, a great end to my, my career because the fans have been nothing but great with me in terms of um, on and off the pitch, living in Peterborough for so many years. I used to bump into people. Um, so it was always uh, good. But I remember the first game back when I was at um, Doncaster and um, we played Peterborough. And I think I started on the bench and the fans were around. They were singing the name again. So it's amazing, really. But uh, to have that commitment to somebody when they've, they've gone to other things and um, you know, they've, they've all got a special place in my heart for, for the things that I've achieved at the club. You mentioned obviously being captain. I, I was I always saw you as a sort of captain material because I think you had that um, sort of leadership quality that you kind of need to have the armband. Um, when you were given that responsibility, were you surprised, happy, shocked? Uh, you, you remember the conversation? Yeah, I think it was um, start of the season or probably the end of the season. Um, think contracts come into play at that part of the end of the season so you, you sort of know where you are as a club and Daph knew I was here no matter what for the season and potentially going to sign for longer so it was like uh, I see you as a captain and, and hope you accept it and it was a no-brain for me to be captain for this manager and uh, for this club um, at a stage in my career where I felt I could definitely give the sort of on-field and off-field instructions to uh, a better level um, I was just, you know, so excited for the campaign, and uh, I think kind of, I think I got injured at the start of it. Actually, um, I'm not sure, too sure if that was my shoulder. Um, I think it was. Might have injured my clavicle, and uh, I came back anyway, and from an injury. And I remember being even more important to hit the ground running when I did. So it was, it was good to get back to playing, but. The, the players at the time, we had a lot of good young players coming through. Um, we'd invested again heavily on on youth and, and non-league players and you could see there was some real gems about to develop and that was so exciting you know, to be part of that, to, to see that development because obviously you know I'd, that had been me sort of four or five years ago. So yeah, it was definitely a, a great honour to be uh, captain of the club and um, that season to finish with the trophy just topped it all off really. Yeah, of course, the semi-final, you scored the, the crucial penalty that got us to, to Wembley. Um, I, I, I remember that night being, um, it was a sort of surreal night, really, because I, I guess people look at the JPT, don't they, or, paint or the Football League trophy, and you don't really discuss it until you go out the final. I remember going into it thinking, the chairman really, really wants this. I think he was a guest, actually, in, on Sky. And we um, scored, obviously, to get it to get the penalties. Um, did, you, did you feel that um, it was in the stars for you to get to the final, or were you actually quite nervous? Um, I mean, for the penalties, it was different because when we were going into them, we'd only practiced them. We'd never knew we hadn't had an order of, of, of taking or anything like that. So, again, it comes down to that management, and um, we had that, man that belief in our, us as a team that, this team can go and achieve something. From the start of the season, we wanted to get promoted and win the cup. That, that was in our vision. And again, you know, we were close to doing that because we got to the playoffs uh, and we won the cup. So we had a lot of belief. We had some very good young players and um, we had some older players now gaining that experience and taking it into a, a cup and a league season. So, yeah, when we got to that, that level when it, it was the penalties, we knew that whoever would pick penalties would be in a position to to, to pay to pay the right price and uh, at the time I thought Mr. Family which was Swanee and um, he had 
he had the best at the fullback car, and when he missed, I, I sort of it's a bit weird. But obviously, um, I put my name down for the fifth penalty. Um, I didn't think it was going to be the last, but luckily for me, I managed to score the winning goal and um, great celebrations at the end with the fans because we, we were close to them. So I remember just running over, Mark Little running over, and uh, ben, was it ben McKenzie and everyone just sprinting over to that direction. So it was time, and then the cup, and then the cup was uh, was great. Yeah, the, obviously the final. I think Josh McCoy, Sean Brisley, actually fully in control. Then Chesterfield scored uh, just after the break, and obviously um, Joe Neal then got sent yeah. off. Obviously got the third goal. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was nervous without being nervous. I think it's probably the right. It was, yeah, I agree. I think we under the last twenty minutes we were under a lot of pressure, but I remember thinking. We were the most calmest at 10 men um, because we were all playing our positions. We were obviously sitting back a bit more. We were we had the, the goal advantage, but they had players that could hurt you. We knew that. We, the quality on the pitch was, was, was very high, but we were really relaxed because we trusted what we were doing. We trusted our shape that's been working all season for us. Uh, our defensive qualities, um, we had to concentrate and we weren't going to let it slip with you know, a few minutes to go and it was great and that whistle went. We could all celebrate. Um, well, not for a long time because we're three or four days later. Um, I think it was MK Dons, I might be wrong, um, away. Uh, but we definitely had a game soon after. So the celebrations were, were kept to the coach. And then after that, we, had, we literally had to switch on for the, for the game a few days uh, away. Um, last couple of questions. I, I remember uh, your goal against Southampton, um, obviously live on TV, I think. Um, sort of bursting down the left, their left channel and, and sort of fired it roof of the net. Do, do, do you remember your goals? Are you someone that could, if I said name all your goals, you'd be like, yeah, I can name all 23 or whatever. Um, I wouldn't say all of my goals. Um, no, no. Uh, I remember being in certain games when goals would be more, when we'd need a goal more. They were the ones that meant the most. Obviously, when you're scoring a goal in a game where, you know, one, two, three, and you're up, has a list, list of significance, but, when you need a goal, I remember one goal, uh, Barnsley at home, and I think we were 2-1 down, ended up winning 3-2, and it was the winning goal, and they were a great side at the time, some, some good players, and they were the goals that I remember. Um, but, you, you know, it's, I think if you're a centre-forward, you remember every goal, but if you're a midfielder, you remember the important ones, and and it's important that I always had that knack for wanting to score and, and to, to wanting to get in the box, so um, I think that's what helped me at the club because there was so much quality winning boxes and through the middle and I just needed to be involved in it really and fair share to be fair. And, and final question, obviously you left your out of contract and I guess when a player is, um, I don't want to say winding down the clock, but you obviously come into an end of a contract, is it hard um, to continue to play at the same level when you've got fans saying sign a deal and this, that and the other, when I guess at that point you kind of knew you were looking for another challenge? Um, I've had that challenge two or three times in my career now and I remember to myself it's, it goes back to when I was 2021 and them times when it was, it was tough that we were, we were getting relegated. I remember how difficult of a season you know, that was particularly for my development and I can only go from, from a strength now. I can only take this and if my character is correct, which it was in that season, um, and it's correct through this season, then whatever I'll be happy with. And 
I've always used my sort of as that as a gauge of of how I want to achieve something from a season. Okay, we win medals and trophies, but I trust myself as a, as, a, as my character. If that's going right into the season, um, and I pay my respects as a player as always, um, that's what I'll judge as, as a success really. And I definitely remember that last season. I gave my all. Um, I didn't change a thing. You know, it, it, when you when the cards are down like that, you usually go. Uh, just trying to, to be even more professional and I think that's, that's what you can do as a player and that's all you can do and um, I just remember it being you know a great, well it was a sad end to the season actually because we lost that thingy but all in all looking back at it now there was a lot of success 